0: To help support this podcast And get exclusive bonus content and rewards Make a monthly pledge at Patreon.com universebox Universe Box And remember, remember to, to think, think outside
1: Rest. Tomorrow we begin work One project in particular I think you will find fascinating I should have died with Nora This whole ended And take this opportunity Victor Pretend you did die Death is not an ending. Death is a new beginning.
2: I believe people can be two things at once. Be the Goose! Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm the Goose. You're the Goose? I thought I was the Goose. No, you're the Penguin. I'm the penguin. Oh, I am the penguin. No, actually, I have the penguin behind me. You're Senor Pinky Pants. Yes, uh, but we are coming to you live, live Tuesday, eight thirty p.m. E.T. E.S.T. Whatever it is, at live.universebox.com. Uh, with our chatters right now, we have let's see, we have uh, Morgan Scorpion and Bobby and Cooper's nephew and uh, and us and us and, and, and Chan- the rest and Chancer. Oh,
0: uh, gotta love Chancer. the
2: most important chat member. Who's the bot? A bot. He's a bot. Bah, he's bah. not Mr. Freeze, but he's a bot. Bah, 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 uh, bah, bah, but bah. if you guys want to join us, live.universebox.com every Tuesday night. We love having you in here to Me chat too. with us about Gotham. Gotham. Gotham, which a little announcement uh, starting uh, next week. Every week, we're going to be live tweeting Yay! during the show. Uh, this week, We did it last week. This week, we missed out. We moved Mm -hmm. our other podcast, Greetings from Storybrooke, Mm -hmm. around so we can live tweet with you guys. I know.
0: Isn't that crazy? We We love you all so much that we moved another show. Yeah. We hope (laughs) to see you on
2: the Twitters. But you know what? It was a great episode last night that we watched after we wrapped up that episode. Yes. And uh, we we have a rhyming, Riddling episode summary that we'd like to share with you, and then we'll get into our main discussion. Anne-Marie, why don't you do that for us? Sure.
0: Who can make Oswald obey obey like a child? It's Hugo Strange and the torture he styled. Will Victor Freiss rescue his wife? He'll freeze his way through to save her dear life. Is Jim a liar? Lee sure thinks so. Is it intuition? What does she know? Will a good man stumble with no heart to hold? Freeze is reborn and a dead man feels no cold.
2: A dead man feels no cold. What'd you think, Anne-Marie? I Loved it. Yeah, it was really good. I wasn't loved it? it
0: so much. Like it was significantly better than last week, which felt like, "Hey, this is what we did last season. Here's a few couple things." Or mm-hmm. last half season. Here's what's coming up this half season. The end. This one was like, "Here we go." Yeah.
2: Which yeah. over nice. in the chat room, Bobby says that he loved the episode, but he hated the Duck Duck Goose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Cooper's nephew says uh, they keep getting the characters correct. Very yeah. true. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I really love the episode too. And that's really. Uh, oh, also he says my name this week is a reference to Batman, nineteen sixty-six. Why don't you Google that while I talk oh, about my first okay. point, Amory? Okay, but my first point is about uh, getting the characters correct too, but in a, in a twisted, kind of interesting, kind of way, and that's the twist that they gave to Mister Freeze's origin in this episode. Because mm-hmm. if you didn't know, in Batman, the the classic uh, or the most famous or most beloved origin for mr freeze stems from an episode uh heart of ice i believe of batman the animated series from back in the 90s i uh, in the, that's where the whole concept of nora came from and you i think you have a response to, on cooper's He's Dick Grayson. oh yes harriet cooper there you go that makes a lot of sense that there makes a go. lot of sense
0: very good i like the trivia
2: nice Hey, Aunt Harriet should show up on Gotham sometime. That would front. be interesting. Okay, but anyway, back anyway. to Batman, the uh, animated series. Uh, you know, this is where the whole concept <laughs> of, of Nora came from and, okay. you know, her being frozen, him trying to save her mm-hmm. from this mystical disease that they never really they named. Never but they just said. kind of Im- – she coughs up blood a bunch. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's kind of interesting uh, because, you know, in in that scenario, Mr. Freeze's whole deal is he's, he's a supervillain. Because he's looking for a cure, so he needs to finance it or steal different elements from mm-hmm. different factories and stuff to try and save her, mm-hmm. all this stuff. His main motivation is to save his wife. Mm-hmm. Now, Gotham's version turns it on its head uh, to great effect here. Nora chooses to die because she doesn't want Victor doing more bad things in her name. I love that. She 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 doesn't want to be responsible for him doing evil, right. <laughs> you know, uh, it, just to save her because she doesn't feel like she's worth all those no, other deaths just, you know
0: she well there's that but i mean she also she is so close to death anyway that mm-hmm. they would have to instantly be able to like shoot her up with something the second they defrost her which
2: is the logic behind
0: it which is the logic behind it but it would have to be almost an instantaneous yeah. thing it wouldn't be like you know a new version of chemo or something that takes a few mm. she doesn't have that time
2: <laughs> yeah sorry oh uh cooper's nephew says uh, it's called mcguffin's disease i like that joke uh uh, but you know, it's a really brilliant choice that really makes it stand. Uh, this version of the origin stand on its own, mm-hmm. while still maintaining that familiar beat about the sick wife and uh, yeah. freezing her and everything like that. But really, kind of turned it on its head, and I wasn't expecting it at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and I I think it's going to be interesting to see where Mr. Freeze goes from here, because without uh, the love motivation driving him, I predict we're going to see Freeze walk a very, very dark path very, very quickly, where he was apologetic and cautious in the past mm-hmm. couple episodes. He's going to be ruthless and, dare I say, cold moving forward i I, (laughs) know
0: you cannot say i
2: I think he's going to be a a finally a true super villain rising in gotham and wrathing in gotham and all that sort of stuff you were gonna say something weren't you
0: um well it seems like i mean he even again this is somebody begging for or asking to be dead and going i thought i was dead i wanted to be with nora Blah 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 And, and strange is like no, no, no. Let's try this again. So I think, I mean, I just I'm curious what the puppet master is doing.
2: Oh, definitely. And Cooper's nephew says in Batman and Robin, it was actually called McGregor Syndrome. Uh, and uh, Joel from Portland's in the chat room too. Hi, Joel. Hi, Joel. We have a voicemail from you coming up a little bit later. Coming soon. But one last thing on Mister Freeze before yeah. I, I let let you take the rings and, and Marie is I just really love the suit. Like the kind of spaceman come NFL super pro suit. Sports uh, reference. Yeah, <laughs> it, well, more actually a comic book reference. Uh. I, it, it was a comic book where NFL players became superheroes okay, sure, 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 sure. Uh, back in the 90s. I know, but but I thought it was really cool and I thought it was interesting that, you, you know, versus other comic book shows, you know, they, they weren't afraid to let it look just a little bit goofy. And I like that about it. it wanted- and, and spoiler pictures, we've seen from a couple episodes down the line it's going to go even more in that direction which i think is fun but what were you where did
0: say? he get the suit mm-hmm. like two days ago in gotham land he was just wearing like ski goggles and like a like heavy duty hoodie and stuff mm-hmm. and in this one he's like <laughs> <laughs> like i am not Mister the freeze. like that's yeah. what But he much...
2: didn't speak with an accent yet but he
0: should have <laughs> yes but he should have or,
2: and he didn't make any ice puns either Yet,
0: yet, uh, maybe yet. maybe that comes from blue blood.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I just assumed it was something he he sort of threw together a, as needed. Uh, Actually, yeah, but he was it was
0: being mm-hmm. thrown together as needed. Except that last suit was not thrown together as needed.
2: I don't know he he was really uh mismanaging his resources too when he threw that canister of freeze juice In the into the, into the river. Yeah. It made for a cool shot, but yeah, not the best use of your limited resources there.
0: But they weren't limited at that point, he had just gotten a new thing.
2: Yeah, but I mean, all resources are limited uh eventually
0: he was testing it Mm -hmm. i'm testing myself
2: speaking of testing yourself (laughs) uh you wanted to talk a little bit about young bruce wayne right oh mr bruce look at you oh i I will say that uh joel in portland brings up a really good point maybe he got the suit from uh the weapon costco
0: oh makes total sense totally makes sense. thanks (coughs) joel excuse me so I know we say this all the time, but it really – like more and more every episode, you see him becoming Batman. Like mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne was so close to being Batman in this episode with oh, his yeah. demeanor and like with literally everything he does. So his talk with Lee about um other Bruce, there's mm-hmm. he's already admitting there's <laughs> multiple personalities in there. Like he already understands that he's going to have to have like the Bruce Wayne public persona versus – the Bruce Wayne that 's going to be taken on M. Malone mm-hmm. and matt and w-
2: and who is who and at which this is point. which
0: and what is the personality of each of them like he already seems to have that very clearly defined. Mm-hmm. Especially when he brings up, you know, people can be two things at once. So he's got Mm -hmm. that. You know, he felt alive and intensely alive when his life was 300% in danger and he was Mm -hmm. tied to a pole. Like he's standing there in a nightgown, but he's like, I feel fantastic. Like there's a problem there, dude. You belong as the Batman. But I actually think he looked like an adult Bruce Wayne more and more in that scene. Like, and it's probably just David growing up. But like mm-hmm. this jawline and everything, it feels very um, Batfleck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he, he looks he, like he's young. He's growing
2: bat- very fast.
0: For he sure. is. But – and it's working. Like he doesn't – he's he's skipping the awkward phase I guess. Mm. Um, But he looks very, very Bruce Wayne as Batman. Bruce – you know where I'm going. With yeah, that. yeah. There, there's the Bruce Wayne and the Batman, and the Bruce Wayne. But um another thing, the boxing in the bat cave, um, though he does need to learn to trust Alfred. Not sure. I don't think I have a whole thought going on <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Kids were probably running in. Uh, but no, he looked – oh, with the fight, like the practicing on his own and keeping himself up. Like he's just taking it into his own hands. He's mm. like – we were supposed to have a trading session. Where were you?
2: And Cooper's Just- nephew says that he became more Batman when he was talking to Selena, too. Yeah,
0: definitely. Which would be my next point. Okay. Um, letting Kat know that he knew she was there before she did anything. Mm-hmm. Like, she was always the one who could sneak up on him because she was like –
2: yeah, it's He's like learning the, that from it's her. It's like that reverse uh, uh, sneaking away from Gordon when he's not looking kind of thing. Right,
0: right. It's, that's exact. But that's where he's learning it. Mm-hmm. He learns it from her, which probably will make, you know. I learned it from watching you.
2: He didn't t- say that. He didn't
0: say that. No. Yeah. But I, deleted <laughs> you know, scene. Delete, <laughs> deleted scene that they just randomly do. But no, um, I think in the sense he's using her for some of his training again, not um, not with her knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I think it's. I don't know. It's really cool. Like I felt very. And he only had like three scenes in this episode, but they were all very intense.
2: Mm -hmm. definitely and uh, joel over in the chat room says the honest bruce was uh uh, he says defiantly the batman i think you mean definitely i I could be wrong though because i mean either would work really yeah Uh, but you know the bruce stuff was very key in this episode so i wanted Mm -hmm. to talk a bit about it too and i kind of saw it through the lens of this support system Mm -hmm. that bruce is building particularly with lee and it it was great to see him engaging with lee although it, it point of order like i feel like i saw i've seen a bit of this scene in a script form i don't know if gotham tv writers tweeted it out or it was a do cut they,
0: they don't usually do script teases
2: no they don't or or it was like a cut scene from a previous episode that kind of got readapted for this episode or something but i, I feel know i like, bet it was yeah i feel like i've seen this scene somewhere before if anyone out there knows let us know legends of gotham at gmail.com because i was yes, it's bugging me uh but I, I i did really really enjoy it and i I really like that she she's already poking it, it like you were talking mm-hmm. about that duality, uh, that dual nature of Bruce's personality and mm-hmm. persona. I I I was hesitant. For a while, as far as Leslie uh, being the character she was mm-hmm. compared to the character she will become, you know, one of the only people besides Alfred who knows the secret, right? Uh, but after this episode, I I can totally see him letting her in on it, and her being a big part of it, and her protecting him because I think she'll support it. Yeah, because at this point, you know, if if Jim wasn't lying about murder and stuff, you know, she'd be completely on on the Jim train, you know, killing Gallivan. Train, you know. I think she would. Yeah, that—that that was her big issue with it. <laughs> was mm-hmm. a, that she she wasn't. He wasn't being honest with her, so I mean, I i, th- I think uh, it's going to be interesting uh, for sure. I let's see, um, yeah, and uh, C- Cooper's nephew says, uh, Dr. Tompkins has always been a big part of the bat's life, very, very true. Uh, it- and you know, even beyond Lee, mm-hmm. who I i think is going to get a whole new facet into her p- job, she was in the fantastic
0: show. in this episode, yeah, like, yeah, uh, they let her do something, she's turning
2: the corner, she's transitioning. Yeah. Uh, but I, I definitely think that uh, you know, there's, there's this whole other part of Bruce's support system, which is what I've, have dubbed the anti-kill squad. Yes. Uh, you know, I like how both Cat and Alfred, who hate each other, yep, who are diametrically opposed in every way, basically, both want to protect Bruce from crossing that line and killing Matches Malone. Mm-hmm. And I I, 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 although I think it's pretty interesting that Alfred is so willing to do it for him to step in and pull the trigger. I mean, I military.
0: I, I, He's already He already has bodies on him. Mm-hmm. he doesn't want that for Bruce.
2: yeah, and I, I, I kind of read it too that he he is so still upset about the Wayne's murder mm-hmm. just as much as Bruce is and also has that kind of want for revenge that Bruce has right but he's already crossed that line like you said once, so the it's we, not that big of a deal <laughs> to him Well, or as big of a deal a as it deal. would be for Bruce right. but I feel like they're, they're going to do something interesting with this. my prediction. -hmm. And I could be wrong. I feel like they're going, they're building to a scene where Alfred is about to pull the trigger on Matches Malone Mm -hmm. and Bruce stops him. Uh, revealing the moral nature of his, his anger and his mission mm-hmm. and confirming the Batman's, you know, no kill rule uh, minus, you know, head injuries to criminals, you know, hey. cracking their heads on the floor. You got to have em. that. You know, I, I think I feel like they're going to do something really interesting. That's what I think they're going to do. They mm-hmm. could completely surprise me, too.
0: I think they're going to. You didn't watch the preview. Yet, did you?
2: I don't no I didn't watch any of the previews. OK, so, so I could be wrong <laughs> on that. You could be wrong on that. They should do that. They should go and refilm <laughs> it between this week and next.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. You want to talk some panky pants?
0: Oh, poor pangy pants. Pangy pants. Pangy pants. Okay. The crazy electro shop therapy. What are they trying to accomplish with him? Like they're trying to heal him and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Are they really, or are Strange and Peabody planning to use him as some weird little dude in Indian Hill with everybody else? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be the one to breathe the life into Galavan or something like that? So I um, do have some
2: theories coming up. On oh, that.
0: good. I look forward to that. Um, <laughs> um, are they shocking all of the inmates? Mm-hmm. Because they the inmates at Arkham seem significantly more crazy than at the beginning of the season when, like, Barbara was hanging out and, um, Jerome and all mm. of those guys. Like, they were crazy, but they were in control of their crazy. Yeah. These guys are putting, um, clothespins in their hair and wearing little baby barrettes. So I don't really know. What are you doing over there?
2: Oh, uh, don't worry about it. Oh, uh, okay. No, I'm just checking something, but, uh,
0: okay. Um, Um, And it seems weird that they're significantly – looking significantly crazier now like if he suddenly started zapping everybody because Hugo Strange has obviously been there a while with Mm -hmm. the way that uh, Indian Hills all set up. Um, so why didn't he try to utilize Jerome when he was there as an inmate mm-hmm. because I mean you know Jerome was strong, but you know it well, did take two guys to pick penguin up. they could have.
2: I feel like something happened recently to something put, had to have yeah to put uh, what's his name Hugo Strange where he is now.
0: yeah Yeah. maybe the death of the fish it could be because that's about where the line starts okay Mm -hmm. next his confrontation with jim where jim refuses to believe that he's being tortured even mental torture um but was that just a show does he believe it i'm sure it's gonna at least like stick in his head a little bit Mm -hmm. uh then where penguin openly is screaming about jim (laughs) i like You killed Calvin. I didn't do it. Like, I was like, it's like crazy white trash day. Like, that's (laughs) what it's like there. there.
2: Like an episode of Cops.
0: You know, it kind of was an episode of Cops there. Um, And I'm really looking forward to that coming back to Bite Jim, especially since Hugo Strange was watching Mm -hmm. and smirking and giggling and the such.
2: Yes, definitely. I I, I have more thoughts on Hugo Strange and Arkham Asylum and everything else. But first, we need to take a little break. Actually, uh, over in the chat room, uh, Joel says, this show is about Bruce's origins. It, it feels like they would wait for the last season to address the real killer. Bobby agree- says, agreed, if ever. And uh, then Joel says, kind of like how I met your mother, but instead it would be Gotham, how I met my parents' killer.
0: No, how I killed my parents'
2: killer. How I killed my parents' Not killer. Not how
0: I met my parents' killer. How I the met the event. killer
2: of my parents' killer. Uh, he's my butler. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, th- thanks, guys, for your feedback. I kind of feel like, I, I don't feel like I do going think it's matches. back i i feel i feel like they they might make it matches you think they're really gonna make it matches yeah yeah either that or they're gonna do some weird twisty thing to where bruce gets this burgeoning respect for matches somehow throughout the course of the proceedings and that's why he adapts matches malone as his uh other secret identity like because that's how he infiltrates when he becomes an adult batman uh, Batman, uh, <laughs> you know that's how he infiltrates, you know, various criminal underpinnings and stuff. He, you know, puts on a fake mustache, tosses in a match and chews on it, and he becomes Matches Malone. Mm. So I, c- I could see th- them going that direction too. But Interesting. Right. more on Gotham, uh, more on Arkham, more on all sorts of stuff. When we come back from our all little break here, sorts. But first, uh, you know what I think it's time for, Emery? It's time to look, jokers, look at this joker. Everybody joker. look at this wild. joker. Don't you play any poker with jokers because jokers are wild. Look at this joker. Look at this joker. Look at this joker.
3: Everybody look at this joker. Ah!
2: Yes, look at this joker where <laughs> we look at all of the evidence, clues, False starts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Mm -hmm. having to do with the clown prince of crime, Joker Mm -hmm. on Gotham. If you want to go and access this, you can go to our website, com, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and click look at this Joker right up at the top. It's right there for you. Uh, And we love for you guys to check in on this. Give us your own Joker sightings mm-hmm. uh, within the show. We've been, uh, you know, doing this since season one, episode one, the pilot, with that comedian and a smiley face on a building. Hey, clown, and, watch the shoes. And then Laszlo fishes uh, boy toy that oh, never really came Laszlo. to anything. And we've been doing this for a while. We had we don't do it every episode anymore because some episodes are kind of hit and miss with it. Mm-hmm. But there was something I wanted to point out in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, which we're coming up on here right now in uh, season two, episode thirteen, of dead man feels no cold that we're talking about mm-hmm. the the opening scene takes place at uh, ace chemicals uh if you don't know what ace chemicals is from the comics that's basically i, I seem to remember a certain joker falling into a vat of chemicals there mm-hmm. uh you know in some versions of the origin story particularly killing joke uh mm-hmm. one of the uh, famous ones I, I also think it's interesting that Ace Chemicals is a division of Wayne Enterprises. I, I will br- Bruce end up being even more responsible for his greatest villain's origin oh. than he already is. You know, cuz in in that yeah. version of the origin Batman knocks him into the vat of chemicals. Oh. So it's like double jeopardy now, right? I I think if nothing else though Hugo Strange is going to have all the freezy, juicy needs since Indian Hill is also a Wayne, a, project. A Wayne Enterprises uh, project. Interesting. So, so a little interesting thing uh, that we spotted Joker related. I, I have seen some spoiler picks coming up. Where there's going to be more Jokers coming up in the future. More? Yeah, definitely. Multiples? Multiple. Like, I, I've seen a couple of different things that are just like, whoa, that's very Joker. So we'll be looking at this Joker again very soon. But if you want to check out uh, how we've looked at this Joker so far, look at this Joker at legendsofgotham.com. Okay, Amory, you want to tell them a little bit about our Patreon? Oh, okay. Sorry, that wasn't in the thing. So I got confused. Hi, we have a Patreon. We do. Uh, Patreon.com
0: slash universebox is a great way to support our fantastic podcast with a monthly donation mm-hmm. starting at 10 cents. Really? Really? that's That's like in your couch
2: I like that you think they're fantastic though I like our podcast
0: I like I think this is a fantastic podcast definitely this is fun (laughs) Um, so it's just you know we can you know uh, send you things we'll sing you a song we'll write you a letter nobody's gotten the letter yet I want somebody to get the letter Um, yeah and
2: you know it it, supports it's all encompassing it supports this show greetings from Storybrooke our new podcast We're So Lost where we watch Lost Lost for the first time available We're We're dot com and on iTunes, uh, but we <laughs> want to thank our thirty patrons yes. who are currently giving us one hundred and forty four dollars and ninety one cents a month. You guys are the dreamers of dreams, and uh, dream
0: is a wish your heart means. And
2: the masters of the Ozarks. And if you want to be a master of the Ozark, go to Patreon dot com slash UniverseBox. Again, that's Patreon dot com slash UniverseBox. To help us uh, support the programs.
0: <laughs> Joel is like, Lost! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yes, I, uh, if, Joel, if you haven't checked that show out yet, you should. We're Wheresthelost.com. Search it for happen. it on iTunes. But yeah, I, that about does it for our break. So I guess it's time to talk more Gotham mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. and more
2: Arkham. I mm-hmm. wanted to talk, and you talked a little bit about this. Yeah. I, ha- I am getting more and more respect for the nutballs of Arkham. Yep. I I, you 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 have to hand it. I'm not sure who does the casting on Gotham. I probably should know that. We should
0: know that, and I should send them a reel.
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) But they do a great job casting all these, Mm -hmm. you know, extras within the asylum. Every crazy person. has a really great performance because they they seem semi-realistically crazy. Mm-hmm. I I mean I I see you know little ticks that I've seen in people with actual mental illnesses that right. I've known throughout my life. Well, at the same time they completely go over the top and comedic with it. Goose, goose, yeah. goose, goose, goose. I'm the penguin. Um, but you know it, it's just a really great line they walk because it could it could be offensive, it, right? But it's it's just enough, enough realistic and right. just enough. Not realistic and completely comedic, that it works. It right. completely works for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, speaking of the nutballs of Arkham, uh, you, you know some people don't quite have much sympathy for them. Nope. Barnes' plan here—he's like, you know, we don't want to endanger civilians. Can't endanger civilians. You know who we can endanger? All of Mentally these mental Ill. patients like yeah. it, it seems really weird for the, him to be like oh no they, the the crazes at Arkham no one will miss them if they get frozen uh, but we can't have you know the policeman here at the police station getting frozen or you, mm. know, you know anything like it, it just seems a little off what the heck Barnes um, I'm
0: pretty sure Barnes crossed over the line like of crazy himself this week
2: yeah Barnes is kind of cracked at this point
0: he's like why why did I come to Gotham <laughs> like this is insane
2: oh yeah that, that that's a good point cooper's nephew i uh, mm-hmm. speaking of the nutballs of uh, arkham good to see that barb is still hanging around i really thought she'd have been down in indian mm-hmm. hill by now yeah you'd think you'd think but, uh, but I, she's
0: what was it sleeping beauty mm-hmm. so that's gonna come interesting i think
2: yeah and uh, bobby says i still think barbara will have lost her memory once she comes to oh that could be an, an interesting be twist interesting. on it mm-hmm. i especially after lee called her a bitch this episode um but Bitch. you know I, I thought it was interesting if nothing else just to name check and face check uh Aaron Richards, Barbara, yes. you know, she's still here, she's still going to come back into the story. Mhm. Etc. I uh Joel from Portland asked it, do you think Jim would take her back if she didn't have if she got all the crazy wiped away from Coma time.
0: I mean, I guess it depends on what happens with Lee and the baby.
2: Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true.
0: Watch him knock up uh, Barbara, too.
2: <laughs> or she already is, no. But with, then it would. With the mean... ogre's baby or something.
0: Okay, that baby <laughs> would have had a gestation of a year and a half or something.
2: Mm. Plus, you know, it wouldn't have had all that plastic surgery that the ogre had, so it would have come out all elephant manners. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one thing before we move away from the nutballs. Yep. Um, I, I just uh, – and this is something that you brought up too. I wonder if all these people are naturally this nuts or ha- has Hugo Strange just taken a bunch of mildly depressed people, people who just needed some Prozac or something, mm-hmm. and turned them completely bonkers with his experiments. Ding, because, ding, ding,
0: ding, ding. I mean,
2: well, Penguin has problems. Don't get me wrong.
0: Right. He's not normal.
2: But I think you, Penguin is going to have a whole – New different set, set, of, set problems. of problems here coming coming up soon. Yeah. And, and uh, like, like you said, you know, I, I just wonder how long he's been in there in Arkham anyway because, you know. They we weren't all
0: this crazy at the beginning of the season. We
2: haven't seen him before now. you know? Right? Yeah. But uh, you, you you have some thoughts about the performance uh-huh. in general for Hugo Strange.
0: Hugo Strange is absolutely terrifying.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's absolutely terrifying. BD Wong. <laughs> You're phenomenal.
2: Who also, by the way, uh, I've been watching a series called a USA series called Mr. Robot, and uh-huh. he plays a character called White Rose on that show.
0: Uh-huh. Is he creepy there too?
2: Yeah, it, it's kind of the same sort of vibe. Oh, definitely.
0: Oh, so he's good at the creepy. Mm-hmm. But it's just like he has this calm. He's very calm in his mannerisms and his speech at all times. And then he's like playing the games with everybody, opening the door and locking the door and opening the door and closing the door and <laughs> open this door, not that door freeze. And then the giggling, like, I don't know if you caught the, he has this like little itty bitty hee hee mm-hmm. type of giggle. And I thought it was fantastic and possibly what makes him the absolutely scariest villain that I've seen. So, um, though I'm curious, what is this man's end game? Like, why is he mm-hmm. making all the crazy people and why is he bringing everybody back to life and telling people that, you know, death is not, you know, the end? Well, so. I think,
2: I think, you I'll, I'll go ahead and, uh, go ahead. parlay into my point here. That works. I think this episode gave me confidence that this is the Hugo Strange I know from the comics. Because uh, uh, you know, last week I was a little concerned. I felt like he was a little one note, a little mm. like "Hello, I'm Hugo Strange." <laughs> I like to experiment on stuff. I I go down to Indian Hill, you know. And it, it was just a little one note. But this week, like you said, you know, he was gleeful. He, he there was this madness to him, this intensity, yep. and uh, this willingness to risk anything to further his scientific experiments. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Is Hugo Strange is a man? Met- I, I don't want to say a man of science necessarily because that uh, you know kind of suggests some sort of altruism or you know What's some sort of working for the greater good, uh-huh. uh, and that's not the case. He he is working to enhance his knowledge. Moral lines don't matter. Uh, his own safety doesn't matter. The the safety of his operation really doesn't matter. Right. As long as he gets that that vial of freezy juice, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And that's the Hugo I know uh, mm-hmm. from the comics. Uh, you know, I did think that the cops not even suspecting him a little bit. Uh, when he was you know manipulating yeah. the gates and stuff in the prison it was a did. little weird.
0: I think Harvey did by the end mm-hmm. when he came over. Oh, I'm sorry. The cold temperatures have messed with our system. You better get a work. <laughs> like, I think by that point. It's hard point, to tell with Harvey, though. It's hard to tell, but I think by that point, he was starting to get it. Mm-hmm because the fact that you know um hugo came on and was like oh we're having issues because of the extreme cold and then 30 seconds later the door opened yeah. Uh,
2: yeah i'm wondering like i i feel like for them not to suspect him mm-hmm. uh it, there must be something like i i don't know maybe he has some reputation reputation with law enforcement that you know so they don't even think of it you know <laughs> hugo strange is a good guy who's you know worked in our or helped gotham right. x y and z ways so there's no reason he would be involved at all and that's the only thing i can think of and uh mm. joel joel from portland in the chat room says that he was oh. the strange uh he remembers and uh, cooper's nephew says hugo strange equals the monster man yeah he's he's definitely uh mm-hmm. and i mean we'll see that probably as we move through the season he's where the weird stuff comes from the the, the, the strange
0: the, stuff. yeah perhaps? the
2: strange stuff you can say that too And now that he knows that Jim killed Galavan, I feel like that's going to motivate him to revive Galavan first. I think so. He's going to want leverage over Jim for some reason, Mm -hmm. like. They wouldn't have put that scene in there where he overhears Penguin screaming about it all cops like, mm-hmm. unless it was for a reason. And yeah. I, I, I feel like if nothing else, that might make him think, oh, you know what? For our first try, let's revive Galavan.
0: Right, and he was all excited about Galavan to, be, to begin with because when they brought him into Indian Hill, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, Professor Strange has plans for this one, yeah, or something,
2: yeah. Yeah, and I definitely think that line that you pointed out too, the death is a new beginning. I, th- I feel like that's going to be a big thematic thing yeah. this whole half – yes. throughout The Wrath of the Villains. Wrath of the Villains. And uh, all because of Hugo Strange. <laughs> okay, you want to talk a little bit more about Nora, right?
0: Okay. I love the entire Nora and Lee relationship through this entire episode. Mm I don't know maybe it was nice to see you know females talking to each other I don't know I'm just saying Um, but I like that she points out a few times that she saw the changes for the worse in Victor but Mm -hmm. she didn't do anything about it out of love because she knew it was coming from a good place and she loved him and didn't want to, you know, wreck the boat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this makes Lee finally admit to herself that what she's seeing in Jim and to stop believing the lies or forcing herself to believe the lies. And it's giving her that push to confront him mm-hmm. and be like, I know you're lying. I know when you're not being truthful, like whatever happened to Gallivan, you're not telling me and just tell me like, don't mm-hmm. lie.
2: Um, Yeah, we actually got some character development from Lee.
0: Right? Well, that's the thing. I was like – I mean she seemed like the character we met in season one instead of what she's turned into this season. This season she's just been very – and this episode like hats off because she did fantastic if she'd have been like this the whole first half of the season i would have been all about it
2: again Mm. you know i will say uh the the actress too uh oh what what's the arena
0: baccarin yeah something
2: like that uh but i i always wait throughout the entire series since she's been on here i i've been thinking that why is her performance so flat? That just must be the way she acts. But no, it's a very conscious decision because I saw her in Deadpool. Oh. And uh, yeah. A you much saw a dif- lot of her in Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a much different uh, character, though. A uh, I, uh, I, uh, much uh, more lively portrayal, I, I guess we could say. <laughs> so this is a conscious choice, the way she's portraying Lee, which it makes me like it actually a little more than I did before because I was always kind of like, eh. On her, but you know, mm-hmm. seeing that uh, she does have range and this is a choice that she's making, and the or fact the that we're actually getting some character development.
0: Right? Like, and it, this might sound ridiculous. Like last week she looked uber pregnant in the scene and this week she barely looked pregnant, mm-hmm. which I thought was a little strange because yeah. she is about to
2: pop any day now like in real life. Which is another thing that makes me think that scene with Bruce was shot out of order or well, no, something the, No,
0: not the Bruce.
2: No, because she, she – I, I know what you're saying and I felt the same way in the Bruce scene as I did in the other scenes that you're talking
0: about. Uh, OK. That she was uber pregnant or not so pregnant?
2: not so pregnant.
0: God. Yeah. You. I think the um the scene last week was actually a later add-in. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe they didn't have um, dent available mm-hmm. when they were originally filming and they had to go back and do those scenes. But anyway,
2: yep. Coop- Cooper's nephew in the chat room asked, does uh, Captain Barnes have to die or does he become evil to get him out of uh, Jim's way? No, I think I think where they're going with Captain Barnes is he's going to have to knock Jim down a pay because uh, Jim is, you know, flying way too close to the sun on wings of wax. I think, wow, wow. That I, was Yeah, I think something's going to have to have to bring him down a peg or two because right now the way he treated Penguin Mhm it's just it's not okay yeah it was not it's okay not, I mean, you
0: cannot treat pangy pants like that
2: ex- especially after pangy pants went out of his way mm-hmm. to help Jim Gordon mm-hmm. A- and then just to oh no he, he, he's fine in that mental institution because he can't point the finger at me because everyone will think he's crazy mm-hmm. and instead of trying to help him when he's being you know mentally tortured and stuff right like, But poor pangy pants you know
0: maybe he just there was so many other things going on what was he going to do for penguin at that point when he had to deal with Mr. Freeze mm-hmm.
2: at least empathize with him hey maybe we can help you out in a little bit here buddy but we got to play the game first you know
0: yeah
2: something like that uh but who knows i don't I know i mean the
0: fact that even bullock was concerned for penguin mm-hmm. when he was
2: being and loose. the fact that penguin's shouting all that now if barnes comes around to arkham asylum yeah yeah that's that's bad news because yeah, that was the only thing that vindicated him in barnes's mm-hmm. eyes uh but yeah you know, one thing i noticed in indian hill mm-hmm The webby hands that came up on the on the window, like "Eh." the four fingered webby hand. Yeah, like I'm wondering who this could be. Is it fish? But it must be a character we're going to revisit, right? Oh yeah, we're we're getting that back. Yeah. So I I don't know who it could be. It could have been Fish. It could have been the new version of Firefly because we know she's coming back at some point. That doesn't really make sense though. I I mean she might have had because she had burns all over her body. Maybe she did. maybe two fingers fused together. Or they stitched two of them together or something. Mm-hmm. Glued one to her back for some reason. I don't know, but it, it did. Very much remind me of of the kind of flipper hands that Penguin Mm. had on Batman, the animated series back in the day, Mm. which makes me wonder, are we going to see this technique used on Penguin or is Penguin going to get a hand transplant or something like that? Uh, Because I would love to see him have the the, the claws, the the, the flippy claws, mm -hmm. the flippy claws. Uh, Cooper's nephew thinks it's Killer Croc.
0: Hmm. which i but that don't That look like really crocky hands
2: yeah because killer Croc, crock you know has full big wrestler hands he just has you know a skin condition and uh in super strength and stuff like that so I, I don't know if it's killer Croc or not it could be right definitely could be uh but uh, you wanted to uh wrap up here with some thoughts about alfred's yes detecting skills alfred's
0: detective work so who did alfred get the matches malone file from mm-hmm. i couldn't understand i you know was trying to listen um but i mean bruce even points out that they could have gotten the information from gordon why does does alfred not want to rely on jim as much just because of everything that happened at the end of the last half season well i don't think it's necessarily
2: because of what happened at the end of last half season they're planning on icing the dude like they don't want the police involved
0: but he went to the police to get the file he went to somebody inside the gcpd to get it
2: yeah but he probably he probably greased some palms or went to a a lowly clerk or something like that. Somebody who wouldn't rat him out. But he didn't want to go up to Jim Gordon. Hey, Jim Gordon, can I have mattress Malone's file? Oh, by the way, uh two weeks later, mattress Malone end up, ends up dead with a bullet. Signed, Alfred Pennyworth. You know, like okay. It, I, I think it was more just avoiding potential conflicts. Okay. in the future and they could still get the, get their murder on you know Get their murder on get wow. their murder on okay. get their murder on get their murder on yeah but it, th- that was my thought that was my thought okay so i'm good with that amory bill amory bill amory bill amory william the time has come
0: <laughs> <I got it. laughs>
2: for our arbitrary scale to decide How we feel about this episode in a very arbitrary way.
0: In a very arbitrary way. And
2: I always come up with these off the top of my head. Yes. I think, okay, mm, Mm. let me consult the spirits. Out of 344 Flex of Nora, Mm. Nora Flex, you can say. How many uh, Flex of Nora do you give this episode?
0: Three hundred and twenty two.
2: Three hundred and twenty two, why? Three
0: hundred and twenty two. Um I think it was an amazing episode. It's a really big scale, so there's a lot to work with. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, there's always things that can be better. Um I'm just looking forward to when we get Galavan and Jerome and fish coming out of the tubes because mm-hmm. that's obviously coming soon. The more they keep showing them in the tubes, it's like how much can you tease it until you like finally have to just go for it. Yeah. So um, you know, the day that happens, it'll be three hundred forty-four flex of Nora. But today, three hundred and <laughs> twenty-two.
2: Three hundred and twenty-two. Okay, you guys in the chat room can weigh in too. Yes, As please. for me. You know what? I'm going to give it 340 flex of Nora. Oh,
0: that's a lot of flexinora of Nora. That's yeah, like... All frozen.
2: All frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I just think it was a really solid episode for, mm-hmm. from soup to nuts. Uh, you know, it, all the way from the opening scene at Ace Chemicals down to that final thing with freezing the cell. Mm.
0: I was really... That was, we didn't even like touch on that really.
2: Yeah, I, I was really... Pumped that they that they went ahead and went there and gave him the Freezy, you know, power and the all eyes. that stuff, because you know, Mister Freeze, uh, with, with a with just a freeze gun, is really just Captain Cold. He's a, he's a poor man's Captain Cold. Uh, so I, I'm I'm really glad that they decided to go all out with it. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think – like a lot of people feel like if they go full villain mm-hmm. that it precludes something happening with how they know Batman's origins from the comics. This is Earth-G, baby. And uh, Mr. Freeze is here. And he has a freeze gun and you better get out of his way because he's working with Hugo Strange. I really
1: love See, it.
0: Bobby is giving it 344 flecks of Nora and uh, Joel from Portland's 300 flecks of Nora. The actress who played her was amazing. Mm-hmm. Apparently she was
2: on Being Human. Oh, was she? Mm-hmm. Like the American version probably because I didn't recognize her from the British version. I know the British version. Things I never watched. Uh, Joel says wait since Nora cracked. Is she dead? And if yes. so, won't freeze lose his motivation. As far as we know. And I did address that earlier.
0: Yes. Scroll back a little.
2: But I, I think he's going to have to find a whole different kind of motivation, which I think is going to definitely differentiate this version mm-hmm. from the Batman the Animated Series version while still having kind of – having that same common core. Right. Which is interesting, (laughs) but okay. So I guess that about does it for uh, the discussion. Now on to the the news. News news. first up: the ratings. Fox's Gotham uh, maintained their numbers from a week ago uh, with a 1.5. Yes. Yay Gotham. Yay Gotham. And uh, next week, so many, so many long episode titles this season. So many awfully long. Uh, next week's episode is called This Ball of Mud and Meanness. I'm guessing that refers to Earth, maybe. Really? But we have a preview for it. So I haven't seen this yet, so so this will be interesting. This will be,
0: yeah. Just you wait.
2: Yeah, let's see here. So we have uh, aerial shots of Gotham, as per usual. Looks like they're talking to somebody. Cat and... Uh, Bruce, we're walking around. Alfred's in the hospital.
0: There's a gun. There's There's a a gun. gun. Chekhov's
2: gun. Bruce has a gun. They're knocking on 9B. Matches matches. Malone is there. Flashback to the murder. I was there.
0: You looked me in the eye.
2: Oh, your Matches. Uh Here's a gun. You're dead, Matches. Boom. Bruce might kill Matches. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. I wonder why Alfred's in in the hospital. I don't know. He has appendicitis. That's my guess. No, he looks like he got beat up. Possibly, possibly. So I, I will say, you know, next week, mm-hmm. before you get beat up, because yep. we'll come and beat you up if you don't do this, you need to let us know what you think mm-hmm. about next week's episode of Gotham of yes, uh, this ball of ma- mud and madness by emailing us, legends the Gotham at gmail.com. And you got to do this right after the episode because we record on Tuesday night. We need your feedback immediately. Right
0: away, Slee.
2: You can also tweet us at legends the Gotham after live tweeting with us during the episode. Facebook is Facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number, which we almost always play, is 424-274-2352. Again, it's 424-274-2352. And as usual, Bobbert. Bobbert Bobbington. Bobby uh, he, he, he
1: has kicked it off with the feedback. So take it away, Bobby. Hey, Bill and Amory. It's Bobby. Hey. All who? right. So I had expected Freeze to stay around for a little longer than he has. But then again... It's not like he's not going to be coming back. I mean, Strange does have him down in Indian Hill now that he's, like, mm-hmm. now, quote-unquote, Mr. Freeze. Um, I did find it... And I guess his story did more or less play out. Uh, but it is kind of interesting that they chose to kill off Nora if they did kill off Nora. Because she didn't start melting like the, that other guy. She just kind of started cracking and then just stopped cracking. Like, she cracked like, in two or three spots and then just stopped. And so maybe, just maybe... Strange has her in cryostasis, and that's the secret project he was telling Freeze about, and he'll help Freeze bring Nora back.
2: I could see that. That's just mm-hmm. my theory. Um, I like that Beyond theory. that,
1: there's quite a few things set up in this episode for this back half of the season. I mean, you've got the the uh, tensions between Lee and Gordon finally coming to a head. Finally. And it seems like Lee's finally grown a pair of ovaries and told, you know, <laughs> told, told Gordon where to stuff it. That was cool. Um <laughs> I don't really even care for Barnes all that much, and I thought the few brief scenes he had in this scene, in this episode were great. Specifically, the scene about him uh, sticking his foot up for his ass. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Lee's interaction with Barbara was very cool, even mm-hmm. though it was a bit one sided. As um, we finally get to see what's going on with Bruce and Alfred, or at least start to see what's going on with Bruce and Alfred. I don't think I think it's not going to be quite as black and white. I don't know if matches Malone. Or if this matches Malone or whatever is actually going to be the person that killed his parents? I don't know if he'll ever actually find the person that killed his parents, or at least I kind of hope not anyway. I don't know that
2: preview um, too.
1: God, I could go on and on about this episode, but you know why? Because it was such a good episode, and there's nothing for me to complain about in this episode. Uh, the only, the one right. the one thing I could nitpick about is, especially with the Lee stuff, it did feel feel a bit like the. Um, uh, what am I trying to say? I'm sorry. We it don't felt know. like the writers may have been <laughs> pandering to some criticism, you know, about Lee. But oh, that good. said, I mean, it was written well, at least in my opinion. And then, of course, the the <laughs> tag at the end with uh eh, Gallivant, but uh Jerome, <laughs> <I> bring it back, <laughs> Jerome. Uh, okay, I yeah,
2: lo- he was in that tank right behind Gallivant mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Love this episode. So on a scale of 67 chatter pieces of Frieza's heart, I'm going to give it 67. I don't have anything to complain about. All nothing but good praise. Can't wait to hear what you guys thought about it and can't wait to see next week's episode.
0: Yay! Thank you, Bobby. I love happy voicemails. That
1: was
2: a super positive voicemail. That was! Definitely. I, I, I hope we can keep the train going with Joel. Check it, check Joel! It, check from it, Joel from Portland. Take it away, Joel! Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie,
3: hey. it's Joel from Portland. Hi, I'm calling in about tonight's episode of Legends of Gotham. Uh, it's finally <laughs> good to see Bruce back. Uh... David slash Bruce looks to be uh, about a foot taller than he was before the break. I remember him being
2: eye-level with Selena Kyle, and now he seems much taller. What's up with Bruce and Alfred always go on European vacations during the mid-season breaks? Because they did that last year, too. (laughs) They
0: they always go to the chalet. It's
2: a thing. It's a thing.
3: Um, But uh, also, in his house, who needs a fire that large? I mean, this is a Dr. (laughs) Freeze episode, but... Nobody needs a fire that big. It seems like he needs to have a huge fire just because he has a huge fireplace. Uh, I like that they showed Barbara in uh, her coma, but I feel like there was more to this. Like Maybe we're probably going to see her come back soon, but uh, it was nice to just remember that she was there, period. And last, I liked uh, that Dr. Strange is very much in his element playing Puppet Master. Um, it reminded me of playing, I think it was uh, uh, Arkham City, the video game, where Dr. Strange was uh, very involved. He kept an eye on Batman through uh, cameras and uh, spoke to him through the speakers throughout the whole game, so it reminded me very much of that. Um, but I've, I've got a problem with B.D. Wong playing this. He's a very diminutive uh, kind of a uh a person. I remember Doctor Strange being a, a bulkier guy and much more sinister. And this could be just because I watch way too much Law and Order, um, and I can't see B.D. Wong as a bad guy. I even felt uncomfortable with him as the uh, dino version of Doctor Strange in Jurassic <laughs> World. But anyways, maybe I'll change my mind as the season goes along. But um, anyways, I hope you guys uh, enjoy the show as well as I did this week. And until next
2: time, uh, I am the Goose. But <laughs> <laughs> we are all the goose. I uh, thank thank you very much Joel. I and uh mm. you know I th- I think we uh we 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 disagree. <laughs> yes. We, we disagree on Hugo Strange. Mm-hmm. But you know Live and let live. By the way, something we haven't really addressed on the podcast proper mm. is that uh, Joel took part in our Universe Box uh, <gasps> gift did. exchange over Christmas. I just wanted to go ahead and play because he sent a video in of him opening his present. And I figured uh, since I had it here, I might as well go ahead and play it. So take it away, Joel, with uh, your your present that I got you.
3: Hey, Universe Box people. This is Joel from Portland. And I waited until Christmas to open up my Elfster gift exchange that I got from Bill Minks, And I was pretty excited because... I got the king of Gotham, <laughs> got the king of Gotham, and he came in a box. <laughs> Look really cool. I love it because he's got the actual penguin style outfit with his little umbrella and his velour suit. But anyways, I was pretty excited to get this. Thanks, guys. I had a great gift exchange. Thanks, Bill. Can't wait to hear from you guys when the season starts up again. Bye. And now you and have the season
2: is back. <laughs> it's and back. we're back. Not- It's back, and we're back, and I'm glad you enjoyed your Funko Pop, uh, Pop. uh, Penguin, uh, Joel. Uh, And uh, to wrap it up here, someone we haven't heard from from, for a few weeks, because she's been busy in, what is it, Central City?
4: Oh, did we get one from her?
2: Yeah, from uh, Rebecca Johnson, taking away Rebecca from Supergirl Radio.
4: What's up, Legends of Gotham? What's up? and and I'm leaving feedback about the season two episode called A Dead Man Feels No Cold. And I have loved what they've done with Mr. Freeze. Gotham has been doing what all great adaptations should aspire to do. They honor the material, but put their own spin on it. And Mm -hmm. there's a certain Mm -hmm. amount of tragedy behind Mr. Freeze in a lot of versions because he'll try to keep Nora alive despite her diagnosis, but Gotham made it a real Shakespearean tragedy. Nora basically committing suicide, which leads to Victor turning the freeze gun on himself, was so Romeo and Juliet to me. And I love that the writing of this episode set it up with lines like, as long as you're alive, there's hope, and Victor telling Nora that he would see her soon. In the end, I love that all of this leads us to find out why Mr. Freeze would always need to be in a cold environment. Such a wonderfully unique take on this character. And I also enjoyed the parallels of Victor and Nora to hashtag Gorkins. Man, <laughs> Leslie needs to break it off with Jim and go hang out with Alfred and Bruce more at Wayne Manor yes. because clearly that Bruce kid has got some issues. And fun fact, as a fan of the American version of Being Human, I had a good laugh about Kristen Hager playing Nora because she played another Nora on that show. And if you haven't watched Being Human, you totally should. It's the only show that can make me cry during a werewolf wedding but all in all i love the heck out of this episode i'm excited about where this indian hill stuff is going and i hope we find out what the deal is with the bodies hugo strange has in stasis there and looking forward to the podcast and can't wait to hear your thoughts
2: thank you very much rebecca i hope you enjoyed our thoughts
4: and our podcast,
2: and we enjoyed your thoughts
4: always. Thoughts, 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 and and uh, you know
0: you don't have to be
2: a Capulet or a Montague to appreciate that voicemail. No, nope. for sure. Mm-mm. If you want to uh, be a star-crossed lover, <laughs> email us legends of Gotham at legendsofgotham@gmail.com. Tweet us at Legends of Gotham. Facebook is facebook.com slash, slash Legends of Gotham. Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424 274 Two Capulet Montague. Montague. <laughs> and uh, I will definitely re- uh, recommend, you know, you run to that computer or mm-hmm. that phone or that Twitter box as soon as the episode's over after you get done oh, live the tweeting with us next mon- Monday, 8 to 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. EST. And uh, and then come join us in chat at live.universebox.com next yeah. Tuesday, Tuesday. eight thirty p.m. EST. Uh, we want to thank our chatters who were here tonight, Joel and, and Bobby. Bobby and uh, oh uh, Cooper's nephew was Cooper's there for a while. We had Morgan, Morgan Scorpion. Scorpion for a
0: brief moment in time. Uh,
2: yeah, and everyone who stopped by. We we really, really appreciate it. Uh, mm-hmm. Amory, where can people find you online?
0: You can find me on the internet at at a M D Simone.
2: AMD Simone. A M D Simone. It, it, that's it for sure. How do you spell that?
0: A-M-D-E-S-I-M-O-N-E. A-M-D-E-S-I-M-O-N-E. Perfect.
2: As for me, I'm at Bill Meeks, and you can follow How do you spell – no, sorry. Continue. And you can follow all of the <laughs> podcasts we do at universebox.com. Hey, and you can also check out my my superhero novels, Dog Boy Adventures, at dogboyadventures.com. Now, uh, we're going to come back next week to talk uh, the mud ball of meanness or something. I Another long, long title on Gotham. But uh, until uh, next time, or join us next time for more (laughs) Legends of Gotham. Freeze! I'm the Goose. Or not. I
0: love our music.